and welcome to the Truth and Grace podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Russ, and I want to thank you for joining me today. On Truth and Grace, we tackle tough topics in the Christian church, and we do it by strengthening believers through God's word and pointing to his abundant grace. I don't sugarcoat it over here, but I do hope to wrestle with messy in grace. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I want to ask for your help. If you enjoy this show, would you mind subscribing and leaving a review? By doing both, you greatly help this show in its visibility and just getting it out there to more people. In addition, consider becoming a Patreon supporter and help sustain this ministry through a monthly gift. You can learn more about that in my show notes. Now, today I want to talk about something close to my heart, something I'm very passionate about, biblical literacy. Now, before you stop and move on to another podcast, hear me out, because this is a very important episode because Being in the Word of God on a regular basis is one of the most important things you can do. In fact, it's vital to a flourishing life. So if you're feeling stuck in life, perhaps lacking zeal or purpose, or you're just in a really hard season where God feels distant, you know, hanker down and listen closely because I think God may have something to stir in your heart regarding His Word. Now, the truth is, many of us aren't reading the Bible as often as we should. I have my days that are harder than others and that I miss, perhaps just like you. And when I miss a day or two or even several, I honestly feel it. I feel the heaviness of operating out of my own strength. I feel the depletion from not being filled up. I I feel negative without God's word to give me wisdom and understanding. I mean, does any of this relate to you? So the troubling thing is is that most people are operating out of their own strength because they aren't reading scripture regularly to fill them up. Here are just a few stats that are frankly quite alarming. Now, according to a 2014 article by Christianity Today, only 19% of people read the Bible every day, which, and I'm, and I'm preaching to myself here too, is significant because the Bible is the only definitive word we have from God. In it, we learn who he is, what he cares about, and have the only revealed will of God. So if you're not reading scripture, you know, regularly, honestly, how are you going to get to know him, his voice, and the purpose he has for you? You just won't. So operating apart from his word is operating in the dark, right? Because Psalm 119 declares, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So we need God's word. That's pretty evident. Another stat, and this one is actually a bit alarming, and it blew my mind when I read it. It's from Back to the Bible. It's a website, an organization, and they found that people who read the Bible three times a week or less are no less likely to engage in sin than those who don't read the Bible at all. Did you catch that? So You might read the Bible three times a week and you think you're good, but studies have shown that those people um, are no less likely to sin than people who don't read the Bible at all. Like, that's crazy. Research has shown that the magic number is four. If you can read the Bible at least four times a week, get this, you are roughly 50 to 75% less likely to engage in sin. Y'all, that is crazy. Um, 50 to 75% less likely to engage in sin if you were in the word on a regular basis. And that's why reading the Bible is so important. If you aren't taking in scripture at least four times a week, you are more likely to sin. His word is a sword to fight temptation. 
And if you're going to prevail over the enemy, you're going to need the word to do it. I mean, look at how Jesus overcame every temptation in the desert. He recited scripture, didn't he? You know, the Satan, you know, Satan tempted him. And every time he used the word of God, he, he quoted scripture to defeat that temptation. I mean, are you starting to see the importance of reading the Bible every day? Reading the Bible on a regular basis is valuable because one, it discerns what is right and wrong. Uh, two, it's a tool to defeat the enemy in moments of temptation. And three, it just, it brings you closer to, to Christ. There is so much noise out there grabbing for your attention. And you have to ask yourself, are you really equipped to navigate those voices and discern what's truly God's? And let me answer this question some might have in your mind. No, what you hear at church isn't enough. Because I hear you, you're thinking, well, I go to church and I hear the word, isn't that enough? It's not. You need more. You need your own time in God's word to sort through what's biblical and what's not, because let's be honest, it's hard to tell these days. Years ago, I remember having a conversation with my Catholic grandmother, and I'm not here to throw Catholicism under the bus, but this was her specifically. We were talking and she mentioned something her priest told her about the Bible that she had heard at a recent service. And I knew that it wasn't in the Bible. I even looked it up to be sure because I wanted to double check. And she honestly had no idea because she never actually read the Bible for herself. Her only understanding of it came from her priest. And um, I was so troubled because she had no idea she was being fed something that wasn't even God's word. This is just the tiniest tip of the iceberg, though. Let me give you a few examples, and I would encourage you to think through where you are getting fed because our sources aren't always good sources these days. Now, church is an obvious first thought, you know, of where you are getting fed, but are you? Something I found in the church is a huge lack of true gospel teaching. I got saved in high school and I spent my first 14 years Christian at a church that taught verse by verse. I mean, we could spend, we would spend a whole year or two in just one book of the Bible because we were truly studying the word of God in its fullness. But then I moved across states and I started attending another church that taught topical motivational teachings. And not once in four years did I learn anything new. Seriously, I can't tell you one thing I learned because it essentially felt like the same teaching every week. There was nothing deep or insightful. And I remember hearing a staff member say one time that they wanted to keep the teachings easy for new believers to take in because so many of the people in the church were seeking or they were new to the faith. And honestly, I was blown away because that's not just, that's just not sound logic. I was a 16 year old girl who did not grow up in a Christian home. And I knew exactly nothing about the Bible when I got saved. But as a 16 year old girl with understanding, I was able to comprehend every teaching I heard at the church I first attended that, you know, taught verse by verse. In fact, going through the Bible in such a way made me hungry for more of God's word. So to say that people who are new won't understanding, that's just not true. I mean, I was 16 and I did. Pastors don't need to and shouldn't try to dumb down God's word because they think it will, you know, lose people's attention or be too much for people to understand. 
You don't think that God could use his word to penetrate a heart? I mean, Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent. God is saying my word will go out and it will accomplish the purpose I have appointed it to accomplish. My word would not return void. People want the word. But so many churches are struggling to adequately communicate it to their congregations. You know, they're more concerned with feel-good messages that are easy to digest than people actually fortified by God's word. And I get it. You know, it's probably easier to teach topically because you can talk about what you want to talk about and what you know and find some verses to support your opinion on the subject. But then isn't it really just the opinion rather than God's matter on the subject? And this isn't the only, um, this wasn't the only church either. I've tried numerous churches in my city since I've moved to Denver, and I've had a hard time finding strong biblical teaching. And if you listen to many of the celebrity pastors popular today, Sally, it's the same motivational and topical teaching The you know, the church is facing a real deficit in the word of God and it's dangerous. You know, one thing I want you to think about today is this. Are you truly being fed at church? Do you know more about the Bible today than you did last week, last month, or even last year? If not, consider finding a church that does. Or if you're planted in your church um, and you still crave that biblical teaching, find sermons online. There are some great Bible teachers out there. My favorite, and it's the church I mentioned I got saved at, is John Lindell at James River Church in Missouri, who is hands down. Um, there is hands down no better Bible teacher alive today than him, truly. Um, and you can find those messages at jamesriver.org, and I'll also leave a link in my show notes. But really, go listen to some of those messages, and you'll be amazed at how much you're, you're going to learn. I also enjoy Craig Rochelle at Life Church, Mark Driscoll from Trinity Church, and Matt Chandler from The Village. So again, I'll put all of those in the show notes, but you know, you don't. You can find it out there, you know, listen to uh, a sermon while you're getting ready in the morning or when you're in your car, fortify yourself with the word. Another area you'll see this in is on Instagram. And this is big time. You know, when I started out in ministry, if you wanted to teach God's word, you did that through your local church. You went to school and you got a degree while in your spare time you were cleaning the church or serving in the kids ministry you know, just serving where you were planted. You were mentored and you served from the bottom up. And after faithful service, if teacher, if teaching was your gifting and God's purpose for your life, you taught at your church. But today on Instagram, anyone and everyone is a teacher and authority on God's word. And let me just say up front that I think it's, I do, I think it's wonderful the door social media has opened up for people. But stay-at-home moms and college kids are labeling themselves as an authority on God's word and promoting themselves as a teacher for hire. Or have, you know, or you have people out there teaching a false gospel and they have thousands of followers hanging on their every word, but they know no difference. The people following them know no difference because they aren't in the word themselves often enough to know any different. I know a very well-known influencer who has been a believer, um, I believe for about seven years. 
and she has started talking about her faith to her over 1 million followers. And I honestly love that so much because she is reaching people who may not otherwise be reached. But she's somewhat of a new believer and she's sharing resources from people like Rachel Hollis and some prosperity gospel teachers. Now I'm going, I'm going to address the elephant in the room and I don't think some of you are going to like it, but I'm going to say it because, um, I'm going to assume many of you like Rachel Hollis and have enjoyed her book. Now I'm not here to say if she is truly a believer or not, but I can tell you one thing. Much of the little theology she shares, much of it is actually not biblical. And she is teaching hundreds of thousands of women, a gospel that is false, flat out false. And, you know, maybe you get mad at me for saying that, but I want you to take a moment and reflect why you might be angry. You, you know, ask yourself, am I loyal to Rachel or am I loyal to Jesus? Your answer should be Jesus. And that, if that's truly your heart, then get into the weeds of some of the teachings and hold it up to God's word because it won't stand. Um, in my show notes, I've linked two articles that are very well researched and well written about her teaching. So if you're curious at all, I would encourage you to go check that out. But, it, you know, it's not just Rachel either. You know, I mentioned prosperity gospel teachers, and that again is a false teaching I would encourage you to look into. God's number one concern isn't your comfort. <laughs> I know that might surprise some of you, but it's not your comfort. Your blessings aren't tied to how spiritual you are. God's God cares about the condition of your heart. And for some believers, much of their walk with Jesus will be very difficult. I mean, look at Paul. He had a constant thorn in his flesh. He was facing everything. I mean, it was just like discouragement after discouragement or the disciples or honestly, most of the people in the Bible. Heck, look at Mother Teresa. You you couldn't preach the prosperity gospel to most of the world because they live in poverty. And you can't just go proclaim that Jesus wants to bless your wealth and health if you only love him enough or tied to him so much. Like, that's just not going to work. And um, honestly, I just need to stop there because I could talk about that for a while and that could be its own episode. But um, back to Instagram, you know, there are a ton of stay-at-home moms and college kids advertising as an authority in God's word and ministering to people. And that's that's not a bad thing. The platform has grown for the word to be spoken to a greater degree today than any other time in history. And that's a wonderful, beautiful thing, but it can also be a very dangerous thing. Do you see that? Because what training, education, or mentorship have they had in scripture and ministry? Now, I'm not saying everyone needs a Bible degree because, I mean, I don't. I did get a degree in faith-based writing, so I took a lot of Bible classes, but I can't go and say, you have to have a Bible degree because, I mean, I don't, and I don't believe that you do, but it also doesn't hurt if more people did today, you know? Um, but here's a good way to discern if you should be following someone's teachings on social media. Here's two questions I want you to ask yourself. And so if there's anyone that you're following who's teaching God's word or um, claiming to be an authority on God's word, I want you to hold these two questions up. One, have they been mentored? Or are they being mentored now by someone more seasoned in the faith than them? That's a really important thing because if they have not been mentored by someone further down the road, um, 
who can look at their life and, and, sh and be a reflection of how they can grow and who can encourage them and kind of help them navigate some difficult seasons in life. If they haven't had a mentor, um, they're not holding a mirror up to themselves to, to, to grow and to, to want to, um, mature. And I mean, I had a mentor, um, from my late teens all the way up into my late twenties. It was our pastor's wife and she would call things out in me and it hurt that, man, those were so valuable lessons because I grew so much by her reflection of how I could grow and, and what I can learn. And she would disciple me and uh, mentorship is one of the most important aspects for someone in the faith to have at some point. And I would even say at various stages in your life. So one, have they been mentored or are they being mentored now by someone um, more mature in the faith? And then two, are they plugged in and serving in their local church? You can't go around saying that you're an authority of God's word and you want to, you know, um, teach to people all around the world. If you're not serving in your own church, you know, like, you need to be planted where you're at, giving to the community that God has put you in and serving where you can. Um, now I get that there are seasons where there's going to be more of that, or less of that. You know, I stepped out of being a pastor and the last year I've really stepped back from serving, but now I'm starting to get planted back into my uh, local church at the new church that I'm going at. Um, so there are seasons, you know, but if someone's, you know, not serving in their church at all, they're not giving back to their um, local church. They're not, um, they're just saying, I want to travel the world and teach, but I'm not going to serve the people. Um, I'm not going to greet. I'm not going to welcome people. I'm not going to uh, help with offering whatever that might be. Then there's something that's not quite right there. So just ask those two questions. And if you can't answer yes to both, and I mean both, because they're both um, equally important, then I would encourage you to either unfollow them or if you insist on following, weigh their theology with what's in the word. Like, don't just take what they say as face value, like hold it up to God's word. And, you know, this is why it's so, so important to read the Bible every day and learn his word. How are you going to be able to discern if what is being spoken into your life is biblical or not? Now, I know some of this sounds like I'm venting and per perhaps I am a bit, but a lot of what I talk about on this show are issues I've seen plaguing the body of Christ. And I'm worried, you guys, like really, I'm truly worried. And that's why I'm tackling these tough topics here because it's because I see a lack of health and I care enough to call it out. Biblical literacy and healthy church culture are some of my top concerns and passions in life. And that's why I'm saying what I'm saying today. Hebrews 4 says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. We need scripture in our life to penetrate and to discern, to know what's biblical and what is not. All of this to say, I have something that God put on my heart for 2020. And I want to invite you today to join. It's called Wondered by the Word, and it's a community that is committing to read the Bible in a year together. In this group, you will learn how to study the Bible, grow in wisdom and understanding, and be strengthened to overcome temptations and trials. If you will commit to this journey, there is no doubt 
you will come out of 2020 strengthened like never before. Now, this is how it's going to work. This 2020 community community starting on January 1st will include a chronological year in the Bible reading plan through YouVersion. It's um, a um, YouVersion reading plan that you could just pull up on your phone every morning. It's six days a week. So we're going to read it Monday through Saturday. And then Sunday is a day off or a day to catch up if you missed a day. And so we're going to read the Bible chronologically so we can get the full breadth and understanding of the word of God. And we're going to do that together. I'm also going to show. So every week I'm going to pick a key verse. And I'm going to write on every Monday morning. I'll release a devotional, a short devotional on that key verse so that you can dive deeper into God's word. and. um Get to just know his teachings better and just really help you to focus on um, a particular verse for the week that you can meditate on and chew on. And I'll also share a graphic that you could even, you could save it to your phone that week if you want to memorize the verse or if you want to share it on social media. We're going to do all of that. There's also going to be a Facebook community for support. So I'll create a private Facebook group. And what we're going to do is I'm going to share the the, the Devo and the, and the graphics there, but Honestly, my heart for this is for us to cheer each other on. Like just, you know, when you have accountability, don't you know that you're more likely to stay the path if you have accountability? So we're going to keep each other accountable and we're going to cheer each other on and we're going to make this a a true community to do this together. And then I'm also going to provide a how to study the Bible resource. And in this really valuable resource, I'm going to share my Bible reading toolbox and how you can study the Bible with intentionality, along with practical tips on how to break down a reading. That way you can really learn for yourself how to read God's word and to study God's word. Now, like I said, along the way, we will cheer each other on and keep one another accountable. And I hope you will join the community. And I genuinely pray that God speaks tenderly to your heart through his word. He promises that his word will not return void. And I truly believe God will move in and through you when you seek him. Now you can join the Wondered by the Word community on my website. If you just click on Wondered by the Word under community, or you can also find the link in my show notes for this episode. Uh, so yeah, thank you for joining me today. I know um, I, I really appreciate if you stuck till the end. Biblical literacy is so important. And I just want you to know, that I know it's hard sometimes to be in the word every single day. We get busy, life gets in the way, but we're going to do this together. And I am so excited for what God's going to do in your life when you commit to be in his word. And uh, just thank you for joining me today. If this podcast is ministering to you or you think others might find it interesting, please subscribe and leave a review. A review helps this podcast grow, which helps to get the word out to more people besides you. You can also become a regular contributor to the show and to Truth and Grace Ministries through Patreon. And you can find a link to my page in the show notes uh, there as well. So uh, yeah, tune in again next month. Um, It's December, so it's Christmas time. And I hope you have such a wonderful Christmas. I also know it's a hard season for some people. And if that's you, just know I'm praying for you. Um, you're on my heart and I'm just praying that God speaks tenderly and intimately to your heart in this difficult season, but have a Merry Christmas and I'll see you next month as we tackle tough topics in truth and grace 
In the meantime, you can find more information about me, read weekly devotionals, and find out what I'm doing around the web at www.brittanyrest.com. See you next time.